Podcasting from the Chicagoland area, this is Game On with Jackson Stewart, where we discuss men's lifestyle, focusing on sex, fitness, relationships, business, and more. We'll be interviewing the best of the best, the hot shots, and the rising stars in the worlds of modeling, fitness, cooking, and more. Influencers who are discussing keeping it sexy while at the top of their game. I'm your host, Jackson Stewart. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the game. This is Dale Valor. This is Pamela Ross. This is Trinesia. And you're listening. And you're listening to Game On with Jackson Stewart. To Game On with Jackson Stewart. Game On with Jackson Stewart. Killing them! Every game has a player who will raise the level of play across the board. If you're lucky, you get a chance to see such a player at work. Your man Jackson has been lucky enough to meet such a player, work alongside such a player, and watch her dominate and win. Tonight's guest, Ariana Gray, is a true MVP. Ariana Gray is a highly successful social media personality, webcam model, and brand building entrepreneur. Since exploding onto the adult entertainment scene nearly seven years ago, Gray has built a formidable portfolio of ventures of which her latest, Jackpot Beauties, has risen in the YouTube slot community. Additionally, she has been most recently crowned Miss My Free Cam's number one model for December 2021. Please join Game On in welcoming the amazing, the alluring, and the accomplished Ariana Gray back to the show. That's pretty good, right? Yeah, 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 I like it. <laughs> All right, let's uh, let's jump into it. Hello, Ariana, how are you? Hello, Jackson. <laughs> I'm doing well. How are you? I'm doing good, thank you. That awesome bio. I know people are uh, are itching to jump right into this, so let's let people know the name they can find you by and on what platforms. Uh, many many platforms today you're able to find me on. So I am Ariana Gray TV for Instagram. Uh, my Twitter is also the same. So many names. Uh, Ariana Gray TV. So no dot. Um, my free cams. You can find me on Ariana underscore Gray. And you can also find me now on YouTube under jackpotbeauties.com. And where are you from? For people that didn't catch the first interview, which, uh, good God, is a little over a year now. Um, where are you, yeah, where are you from and uh, where'd you grow up? I am originally from up north. Uh, I am a Giants fan, a Rangers fan, but now <laughs> a Lightning, Tampa Bay Lightning fan because I do live in Florida. Um, and of course, I, I'm a Yankees fan. So Don't. I'm sure a lot of your your listeners will be able to pinpoint exactly around where my head is. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you miss that northern cold down there in Florida? Uh, no, no, I don't. <laughs> I can't say that I do. Now we talk. Although oh, I'm would, sorry. Go ahead. Oh, although I would like, you know, 
uh, a nice cabin kind of vacation where there's some snow outside. I've got fire going, a jacuzzi, like, you know, good photo ops and relaxation. But that would be like a two day trip. And then I would, I'd be ready to go. But you still want Wi-Fi and DoorDash and Starbucks, oh, right? Yes, <laughs> yes, 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 absolutely. You're not roughing it too much. No, 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 no. All of the luxuries, um, but just, you know, a little bit of ambiance with snow falling in the background. So we talked previously about, you know, you did, uh, you did cosmetology, if I'm right. You, you got another business via a friend, but let's jump into, um, jackpot beauties. You know, when we're going to talk about how much ass you kicked last month with your big achievement, but how'd you get into jackpot beauties? What was like the allure for it? And for people who don't know, let them know what jackpot beauties essentially is. Yeah, absolutely. So jackpot beauties is my newest YouTube that I have recently started. I've been doing it for about six months now and it features me uh, playing gambling on slot machines. So since I was, as soon as I turned 21, the very first place that I wanted to go to was Las Vegas. So me and a gentleman that I was seeing at the time, we, <laughs> we went to Las Vegas, we stayed at Treasure Island, and, you know, at first I wasn't too crazy about like gambling and it was more so like oh the drinking and the shows and the food and hey jack yeah i don't know what's happening in the background but you have a lot of like kickback of noise or something do i let's yeah. see do you hear it i heard a hiss it sounds like you're opening candy <laughs> right, hold it, you know it could have been moving against my collar too much hold on is that better? Okay, I think so. Okay. Yeah, yeah that's much better. Yeah, you know, it was moving yeah, so against yeah. my uh, it was moving against my my collar, so I'll I'll be more still. Okay. Like I'm over here just wildly <laughs> dancing around, I guess. I know. I'm like, what is he doing? Is he opening candy? Like, what 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 kind of candy you got, man? I need. Every time I talk to Ariana, <laughs> candy with me. Every time I talk to Ariana, I got a Kit Kat, damn it, on the spot. Uh, <laughs> I'm like, maybe, should I tell him? I don't know. I think maybe I should tell him. Kit Kat, can I get a Snickers? Can I get a lean Snickers to get me through this interview? <laughs> yes. Um, so, yeah, you know, I, I wasn't really focused on the gambling part. And I, you know, one morning I'm going down for brunch and I'm looking over at the craps table. And I'm like, ooh, you know, that game looks kind of interesting. Wasn't even really interested in the slots at that time either. It was more so the table games that I first got into. And, you know, there were a bunch of guys that were over there and they're like, come on, come play, you know, and the pit boss is always really good about, you know, kind of calling you over and be like, yeah, come on, come on over and play. We'll, we'll teach you how. And of course I'm like, oh, no, 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 I don't want to, I don't want to play. And they're like, come on. All right. So they finally coaxed me over and they're like, oh, we've been losing all morning long. You know, it's horrible. Uh, maybe you'll bring us some, you know, some lady beginner's luck. So in craps, you know, you roll the dice and that roller for as long as they, you know, in the beginning, you want to get as many sevens and elevens as possible because that's what you get paid on. And then it's the case that once you establish a number outside of seven, eleven, I think it's like two, four, six, eight, nine uh, and ten, 
it's the case that you pick one of those numbers and if the person keeps rolling those numbers, you know, as long as they don't roll a seven, once the number is established, everyone keeps getting paid. So I was rolling for like a good 20 minutes. And now when you know what you're doing with craps in particular, you can change your betting style depending on whatever way that that person is rolling the dice. So these guys are like, oh my God, you know, you turned around our morning, like they're making money, they're tipping me chips. I'm like, oh, this is great. So, you know, that was kind of the beginning of me really enjoying the environment, the experience, the, um, you know, the kind of the hype and the energy that you get from, from being in a gambling kind of environment or a casino. So after that, I started to kind of venture into more of the slot machines. And it wound up being the case that every Mother's Day, me, my grandmother, my mom, and my sister would always go to the casino by us. And we made that like a Mother's Day trip. And it was like all of the generations of women. Um, And like every time that you know, me and friends wanted to go out, like the casino was the place to go because it was open really late. We could get a hotel room, you know, there were nightclubs there, upscale dining. So the whole environment, I believe in its entirety, as far as the casino goes, has always been something that I have grown or have been really attracted to and enjoy. So when it was the case that I found out that there was actually a community for slot, you know, slot machine enthusiasts, I was like, wow, this is crazy. You know, like people are actually at home on YouTube watching other people gamble. And to my surprise, you know, for a period of time, I was kind of like, eh, you know, I'm not really into this. And then there, it wound up being that more you know, more of these slot channels started trying new things. And it wasn't just you, you were watching just the slot machine and then, you know, the actual game visual aspect itself, but then they started to incorporate them as well. So you got, it was almost like you were there and you were experiencing that same excitement that you get for when you're playing slots yourself at the casino. And I thought that that was great. You know, that for me really said, okay, you know, I want to expand into the YouTube world. And this is something that has always been, you know, a part of my life. I'm 32 years old. So, you know, for the past 12 years, I have essentially had casinos and that kind of lifestyle as part of me. So it was something that I enjoyed, something that I was passionate about, and uh, a niche that I I saw that I would really enjoy. So that's how I started Jackpot Beauties. Now, will that guy get any credit for for starting Jackpot Beauties? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, there were were a few guys that were at that table. Um, (laughs) Bless their hearts. I don't remember their names, but... uh, Uh, I'm sure they're rooting for you wherever they are, like in spirit. Yeah, Yeah, they're. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Now you're (laughs) busy as hell. Before Jackpot Beauty, you're super busy. Um, Yeah. Now you've got Jackpot Beauties going on, and it's a it's a good chunk of of your day. I think when you're you know when you're there and and live streaming. Um, What's a day like for you when you're you know doing all your other stuff and you're incorporating Jackpot Beauties? Well, 
Um, like many of us, I struggle a little bit with structured schedules. Uh, <laughs> so for me, like task lists seem to be the most effective. Like when I was young, my mom would, instead of like being like, Hey, you go need, you need to go do this. You need to go do that. Like she would give me a task list to get completed. And, you know, I was able to kind of do those tasks at, my pace and schedule um but as long as you know those things got done at the end of the day that was kind of my success lineup as far as like how I accomplish things um so a typical day for me would usually be you know coffee one two and or three cups depending on how long the evening was (laughs) the night before (laughs) Uh, you do late evenings? Yeah. No. Yes, yes, I am a vampire. Surprise. <laughs> I'm in shock. I know. I know. Um, yes, so coffee, of course, must get caffeinated. Um, and then I usually go through my social media, check my messages, respond, um, go to my YouTube, you know, go through comments, um, respond to those, uh, take a look at, you know, new YouTube content that's going to be posted as far as, um, the little, uh, pictures, the thumbnails, um, because I do have someone that does those for me. Uh, so I kind of have to like provide her with the game and, you know, approve the images and stuff like that. So, uh, those need to be done. She's on a different time zone than me. So, I usually try to work with her in the mid mornings. Uh, so the YouTube stuff pretty much takes a portion of the good first start of my day. Um, and then typically in the evening is when I kind of focus more on the cam life, um, you know, getting things prepared for my show uh, and also, you know, incorporating time somewhat a little bit of time for myself which is usually you know spending time with my dogs or uh doing you know household stuff (laughs) good old domesticated household things now see that's a great great segue because you mentioned cam life and Mm -hmm. last month you know december the end of 2021 you uh made history if I'm correct, and I think that's not hyperbole, we can actually say that, that you were crowned Miss MFC number one um, for 2021, uh, December 2021, and uh, you, you know, you kicked ass, you broke records, tell the listeners about that, and like, why that was such a big deal. Yeah, absolutely. Um, So I've been caring for about seven years, and the irony actually of me winning Miss Emma. I, I hit a. <laughs> <laughs> you taking a picture of me, Jen? Yeah. I, I bumped. Why don't, a, you, why don't you give me? Yeah. Where are you hiding? <laughs> why don't you give me the heads up? I, I bumped a button post. and it's like, what the hell did you take a picture of? It's all good. Yeah. <laughs> it's actually a picture of the notes that I'm reading from. So that's how, yeah. Oh. Yeah, okay. that, that's how. Save those for later. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah, big. Oh, okay. yeah. Here's when I asked her this question. That's hot. <laughs> so hot. Got those in the camera roll. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> what the hell? 
like, what the hell yeah. is going on? Tr- trust me, nobody was as surprised as I was. I just took that picture. Like, what the hell was that? <laughs> We're opening candy over there. Yeah. We're taking pictures. I'm a, it was a party. I, I'm apparently a goof ass, but I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> what the hell? What, what am I doing? Okay. <laughs> Oh, no, Jack. Get it together. Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm you're falling apart over here. But anyway, I'm sorry. Hell. Last month kicked ass. Last month. Yes. Okay. So, yeah, you know, I've been, uh, as I was saying, the irony of me winning Miss MFC December is that my very first run ever was six years ago, and it was in December. And me and another mall. Her name is Lena Boo. She's a really good friend of mine. Um, she came down from Canada, had never, ever been out of Canada before. The, we only knew each other through, like, our conversations and, like, FaceTimes, but we had never, ever met before. She came down from Canada, and we did an entire month together. Now, at that time, we were baby camp girls. I mean, we were up against the OGs of the MFC cam world. And we wound up, you know, we were so, we were out of the top 20. So Miss MFC is based upon, you know, 20 spots, which are the top 20 earners, essentially, of the platform. And, you know, Miss MFC being crowned number one is you essentially are the top earner of the platform um, and, and you are recognized for such, i.e. you're crowned Miss MFC. So, you know, the first time that we did go for a run, a rank run from Miss MFC together, uh, Lena and I, we were, you know, scrapping. We, we were in the, you know, 18, 19, then we were out of the top 20s, and the last day on New Year's Eve, we got up at like 7.30 in the morning, and now I am not a morning person, but when I'm determined, (laughs) I will do it. (laughs) I will do it. So we got up at like 7.30, and and we canned all day long. We wound up finishing at number 14, and let me tell you, we like cried. We like held each other and cried afterwards <laughs> because like we were nobodies. We were no one and we came out of nowhere and like, you know, other models, um, other members of the platform are like, you know, who, who are these, who are these girls just coming out of nowhere? And it was just, you know, pretty amazing. And for me to finish on, you know, seven years later, which is my lucky number, um, for me to finish, you know, on my seventh year of camming, that very same month that I went for my first run ever was, you know, kind of a, a beautiful full circle for me. Um, but it is, you know, pretty intense. It's It's pretty grueling to to maintain that because it's not like, okay, great. You get to a point and then it's like, you're there for the rest of the month. It's you get to that point and then you have to maintain that for 31 days. And there are also other, you know, very hungry and very successful models that also want that position. So, you know, everyone's scrapping for scrapping for the crown and, uh, 
me and my community did a amazing job of protecting House Gray and our flag reigns high for December 2021. <laughs> Two things that make me laugh. One, you said, you know, you're talking about your previous, uh, that all day run where you got up at 7:30 and you're not a morning person. And I'm just yeah. thinking of all the times when I've had the message, Hey Jack, can you text me? So I get up early and I've texted you and I get back. Why are you text me so damn early? And I'm like, you asked me to send you this message. <laughs> and, uh, but secondly, you know, clearly I was there for your, uh, for your, your very well-deserved win. And for people who don't know, I am your moderator when you want me to, you know, until you find somebody the better. No, no, no. Until you find somebody better or you train that crocodile to take my job. Um, you, <laughs> Alexa's already taking over. A hundred percent. Yeah. She's taking away half the things I do and she does them so much better. But uh, no, it, it was very, it was like, it was authentically sweet and, and deserving and cool to see. You know, not just all your work, but people came in from out of like freaking nowhere. Yeah. To just say, hey, like, we think you're so deserving and we think that you've got such a great personality and you're, you know, charming and charismatic and all that stuff. And it was, I've never seen anything like it. I'm pretty sure I never will again. Um, you know, not because of you, but just I, I don't think that that kind of storm is going to, going to come together like that again and culminate but it was really you know it was awesome and just historically i mean let's just face it there's not a lot of women of color on some of these platforms and you know i'm not trying to kick a, a hornet's nest or anything but for you to take number one is is pretty monumental and um and i think yeah. it's just a great way to, to end 2021 for you yeah um I like to use this pun because this particular model, her, her model name is Dolce Moon. Um, so many moons ago, <laughs> it was the case that Dolce Moon was one of the first um, women of color to take the number one spot for Miss MFC. And now, um, and MFC is the acronym for My Free Camps. So uh, with that being said, you know, MFC has been around for almost 20 years, and I was the second woman of color to take the crown for Miss MFC. Wow. In over 20 years. In addition to that, you know, um, I mean, there are thousands of models over the past 20 years that have been registered to, you know, live broadcasts on MFC. And I am one out of the two women of color that has gotten number one. That, that's insane. Yeah. I, I mean, when you really look at the numbers, it's, it, I mean, it's almost a little stifling. Yeah. Um, and I think at one point, you know, I kind of said to myself, because the highest rank that I've ever gotten was number four uh, before I had gotten number one. And for a period of time, like I thought, you know, perhaps this is maybe, you know, the top of the glass ceiling for me, like top three, maybe two. But, you know, 
one doesn't quite seem possible. And, you know, I, I think, uh, not even I think, I received so much feedback from other models, specifically, you know, other women of color that are on the platform that they didn't believe that that was something that was possible because of the numbers that I just stated. And, you know, to read those emails was very, uh, very emotional for me because there were periods of periods of time where I, I also felt that that was not a possibility. So it, it's, it's good to know that 2022 that I think with my success that I had in December of 2021, that that possibly gave other models that inspiration and, and that it, it's possible, you know? So do you think it just comes down to, and I mean, there's, there's a lot of factors I think that go into, you know, making that top, top 20, top 10, definitely number one. But do you feel like it's an exposure um, issue that just, you know, that these models are just not being seen enough? Do you think it's something that is easily, you know, that you can pinpoint and put a number to it or, or is it just, is it a collection of different um, issues that make it seem so difficult? Because I mean, from what I've seen, I've only seen really, I mean, I can count on one hand how many models of, of color. And that includes either black, biracial, Asian, Hispanic, Latino, et cetera, Middle Eastern, and that I've seen in that top five mm-hmm. or top 10. Do you think there's one thing or let's say one piece of advice that you could give them that they can implement to, you know, hit higher goals and to keep believing that something like what you've achieved is possible? Yeah. Well, I mean, I will say this. It took me seven years to get here. So if you're impatient, probably not. It might be a little difficult for you. Um, Be consistent as much as possible. As much as possible. Uh, Consistency, I think, is the key, is really the key to everything that you really do in life. You know, there are a million books out there and plans and trainers uh, that will say, I, I've got the way of how you can lose weight and how you can be healthier and more fit. I mean, we all really know how to do it, but it's really the consistency. Yeah. Um, and I think the same thing applies in, in business and in camming. While it is sex work is business. Um, and those same principles need to be applied. So I would say consistency. I would say, you know, your community, your community will make or break you. You know, treating people with respect and caring for them because, you know, some of them are out there and, you know, they, they care for this model. They spend perhaps every night in this model's room and they want, you know, they want to support them, 
not speaking from any kind of experience whatsoever. <laughs> yeah, no, not at all. Not hinting to anyone. Um, you know, they want to support them. They want to see them achieve these things. And again, while it's sex work, it's still an achievement. You know, effort, energy, investment has gone into really, if you look at, I would say, a good portion of the models that are consistently within the top 20, they they have invested. They've invested in equipment. They invest time. They invest their energy into, you know, creating new shows and, you know, keeping themselves entertained and and wanting to develop and try new things. You know, that enrichment for models is really important um, because if you don't, it gets very monotonous like like any job. You know, if you came to work every single day and you did the same thing, it's we need more than that as human beings with that are, for the most part, <laughs> are, are pretty intellectual um, as far as our species goes. So, you know, you have to provide those things for yourself and you have to also provide those things for your community because you're an entertainer. So consistency investing uh both financially in equipment and you know tools that you need to properly run your show or make it more creative um and you know treating people with respect and and caring for them because a lot of them really do care for the models that they support and that should be reciprocated uh it, it's it's never an entitlement you know and I think some models sometimes come from that perspective. And I think that's where the disconnect happens. Well, you hit on two <clears throat> really good points that stand out. And there's lots of good points in there. But the two that you that struck me, and because they echo across just about every guest we've had who, you know, every guest is at the top of their game, is the consistency and, and the cultivation of a community. And Yes. You know, that's not just in your cam work, but also over there in Jackpot Beauties. And, you know, I've seen a live, live stream or two of Jackpot Beauties. <laughs> and you you maintain that same level of professionalism. You know, you're consistent with your stream, with your comments, uh, you know, with, with what you do there. But you also cultivate that community, which by the way, blows me away. That community is like so invested in your winning that it's like, yeah. it's crazy. It's like, they're actually winning with you, but it makes yeah. sense. Cause you know, how long have we been watching, you know, Jeopardy or the price is right or will of fortune or whatever, like, or we have a championship team. Like if there's something about a person winning who we back, who we support, and it makes you feel good. So, you know, that community is just, you know, right out of the gate, very supportive. Is there, you know, how do you support that community? Is it any different than how you support, you know, the cam world community? Or is it pretty much people want to be treated the same? <laughs> well, I mean, obviously there's some differences, but. <laughs> there, there's some differences. There. Yeah, there's <laughs> there's a few differences I'm aware of, but. Um, you know, what, what's, what's the same? Uh, I would say that there is, I mean, there's crossover and similarity in both. Um, I think people in general want to be a part of something. 
you know, especially in the world and the times that we live in today um, and with technology, you know, coupled with technology, that community, you know, platforms like MyFreeCams, Twitch, YouTube, um, TikTok are so popular because people are immersifying themselves right now in digital environments. They, you know, that companionship, that interaction, that entertainment, but it's, it's different from when, you know, I would say you watch a movie, right? That, that's not personal. That's not um, something that perhaps, you know, there might be elements of that movie that you really connect with or that really strike or ring true to you uh, or that concept, you know, you connect with. But for, I would say, content creators and why they have been so successful and there's been such a huge boom. I mean, some content creators that have 23.5 million followers, I mean, that is an astronomical amount of people in the world that want to be a part of what you're creating. And, you know, these, these platforms, such as, you know, YouTube in particular that we're talking about right now, they want the same thing. They want the immersification. They want the connection. They want, they almost want a piece of you, really, in their life. You know, uh, I've gotten amazing, I mean, comments that I was just really taken back from for people that are like, you know, I really struggle with depression. And when I watch your videos and I watch your reaction and, you know, how much fun you're having and how authentic you are, like my depression subsides, like Never in in my mindset of when I created Jackpot Beauties would I think that I'm helping someone with their depression. But that connection and that experience that they feel when they're watching brings them relief or happiness or entertainment. Like as a content creator, you you're giving something to those people that consume your content. Well, you know, I think that raises a great point of <clears throat> type, uh, kind of like, you know, cyber responsibility or a cyber or, or awareness of your digital footprint in people's lives. And, you know, I mean, uh, it's almost like the same as when we cheer like a specific athlete. I mean, there were times when, you know, when, when Jordan would dunk and the whole stadium would explode and people would like, clap and scream they weren't dunking they weren't winning they weren't going to get a championship ring ring but they had they were part of something like you said they had bought into a collective and they felt um they didn't feel as isolated as they did when they walked into the game and i think you know when people watch you win and keep in mind folks i don't understand jack shit about you know i'm jack jack pop beauties i understand jack shit about what she's doing with the slot games. I look at the games, you know, I clap for her. I don't know what the hell is going on. <laughs> Maybe I'm going to learn. Yeah, so, yeah, so let's talk about that for a second because I feel like it's kind of important information. Okay, so for those that are new to the slot machine community, um, you pretty much have to get a match of at least, depending on, 
how many lines. So each game has a certain amount of lines. And when you see all the buttons on the machine of like what to press for the amounts, those are multipliers. So let's just say a game has 15 lines, but you know, you're seeing the dollar amounts. Those are multiplications of those lines. And then in addition to that, you also have the denomination of what those amounts are multiplied by. Yeah, and the graphics on those games are, are amazing. Oh, they're phenomenal. They're just, phenomenal. It's just I mean, like, wow. You know, the yeah. the Game of Thrones and the Dragonflies. And yeah. well, and folks listening, it's, it's a simple concept to grasp. The way Ariana has described it is 100% accurate. Maybe it's my small rat brain or the flashing lights that distract me. But, I, you know, I'm working on it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so you just have to get a match. Right. So, and then there, there are reels. So they're usually broken up into usually, like, I would say a minimum of three. So three reels is, like, three compartments um, or, for example, like, five compartments. And as long as you get a match of at least three symbols on each of those reels consecutive, like, next to one another – that's how you get paid on it. I I love just you know just being submerged in in the culture of the the chat room and you know and you know when you guys go in there if you haven't watched it I can't recommend it enough definitely check it out but there are other slot entities or people who are aware of you know the the verbiage and and the lingo and just to hear the to hear its own, its own communication style. You know, people are like, oh, you got to do the buffalo. And I'm like, where the hell is the buffalo? I don't see a damn buffalo. I see her. <laughs> I'm looking at this dragon flying in and people are talking about the, the quick links and the lightning rounds. And it's, it, yeah. <laughs> lightning rounds. yeah, I mean, it's, <laughs> I enjoy it, you know, and obviously, you know, the community is great, but watching you win, you guys got to see the Ariana clap. It's worthwhile because <laughs> It happens at least once per stream. Become a signature. Yeah, like when you see the Ariana clap, she's happy. Like that's a good thing. Yeah, yeah. We're 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 winning the moolah. And even the people just around you in the background, physically there, there becomes like this this collective of people who are rooting for you, and they don't know you from from anybody. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, you know that was the energy that I was initially attracted to when I had first played. Craps, you know, that that table game was when everyone is winning and like they want to root you on because you're also winning. That energy is the same energy that you described at like a basketball game where even if you don't know the person next to you, but you guys are rooting for the same team like pre-COVID, you're like, you know, high-fiving. If it's a crazy championship game and you're, like, hardcore, there would be strangers that would be, like, hugging and, like, jumping up and down together. Like, you didn't know that guy or that woman, but you were you were immersified in this experience yeah. together. Yeah, I mean, everybody loves loves a winner. And, and that can be taken – Negatively, like, oh, people only back people who are guaranteed to win. But I look at in the other aspect of everybody, regardless of what you look like, where you come from, who you are, what you speak, who you pray to, who you don't pray to, whatever, can get behind a a positive movement like a winning team or like a person winning, you know, at slots. And, you know, your room is full of people from all walks of life. I mean, how many people come in and say, 
you know, cha-ching, jackpot beauties, saying hi from Greece or saying hi from Mexico or saying hi from, I mean, I, I, was it Christmas, I think, or New Year's Day, I think you were streaming and people were like, it was Christmas, yeah. Yeah, it was an earlier stream. I usually do my lives like later on in the evening. So this was uh, like a mid-afternoon stream. And it was in between when I was competing for Miss MFC number one. So I was <laughs> exhausted. I think that I had I had done my live stream until like 7 o'clock the morning of. And I slept for a few hours. Thank gosh for makeup, you know, got myself together, got to the casino so that I could do my live broadcast, I think, at one to then, you know, finish up my live, go back home, sleep for an hour and then get back online to try and hold my spot to maintain, you know, getting number one at the end of the month. But during that time, because it was a different time frame than when I usually do my live streams, which is later on in the evening. Uh, I had so many of my international followers, people from Turkey. I'm constantly, when I'm checking the uh, comments, you know, I have to do a Google Translate because people are speaking in all these different languages. I mean, people that were coming from like Tokyo. It was, you know, it is absolutely, I think for me, the internet is so amazing because it brings people together that you would never, ever have the ability to meet you know, hundred percent. Yeah. Years ago, ever a hundred percent. And I think it is a, it's a positive aspect. Cause I think we just hear about the negatives of the internet, you know, constantly, you know, the horrible things that people do with it and what happens. Yeah. And there's a lot of positivity that is now available because of, you know, this digital age we live in. And so it takes me to my next question as a content creator and the digital force that you are, What's your favorite part of the business and the least favorite? Mm. Um, I would say my favorite part is definitely being creative, you know, stepping, having the ability to try really anything with no, you know, aside from my own, you know, personal limitations or, uh, you know, standards or, or boundaries, I really have the ability to create whatever I want. And, you know, coming from a family and a time frame as I was like deciding, you know, what do I want to be when I grow up? <laughs> um, you know, it was get a good job, you know, predominantly in corporate, make sure you have benefits. Like there was a certain type of structure that, you know, parents at that time, wanted their child to have because they knew that that would come with financial stability, safety, and, you know, that their child would, would be independent and be okay. Um, but, you know, with a job like that, there are a lot of restrictions, you know, you are operating underneath someone else's vision of what they think you should be doing. And as a content creator, you don't have those restrictions. You have full availability and space to really create whatever you want. And I think that aspect of creativity allows me to grow in business, you know, learning different things, um, learning different techniques, uh, as well as, you know, trying different things in general. Um, 
So I would say the creativity for sure. It, it makes me step outside my box. It challenges me and it opens up new doors for me to learn and grow. Uh, and then I would say as far as the least favorite thing that I really enjoy, um, Uh, you know, that's a really hard one because there are a lot of aspects that I do enjoy just because of the business, you know, the businesses that I am in, they're all things that I like. Uh, so I would probably say the time management aspect. I think that's kind of goes sometimes hand in hand with people who are more like creative focus is <laughs> we tend to be kind of lenient as far as like like we're super creative but then when it comes to like harnessing and <laughs> really structuring that creativity sometimes there's difficulty with that at least for me personally and I think it is definitely a <clears throat> I think it's a learned a very painfully learned skill. Like, I don't think most creators are, are, um, are, are willingly bound by time constraints and, and, or, you know, an organization like, you know, it's hard to be creative and go from A to A to Z and hit all the letters in the order. It's like, well, I'm going to hit Z, but then I'm going to go to K and then bounce around to like L. Yeah. And then hit one, well, yeah, two and eight. Because, yeah. Exactly. Because, you know, sh um, you know, scheduling is structure. And when you are creative, it is free flowing. It is, you know, it is just a canvas and a paintbrush. So there's, there's really not a lot of structure in, in that. So it's for me combining the two worlds. Um, sometimes I tend to have a little bit of difficulty with, which gives a little dislike for me. <laughs> You know, we ask every guest this question and you got to answer it a second time because we asked you the first time you're on the show. Uh, in keeping with the theme of sexiness, what is the sexiest thing about you? You can even you can even take this as sexiest thing about you as a content creator, as a as as a digital goddess, however you want to phrase it. What would be the sexiest thing about you? So the first time I was on the show, I said my eyes. And I think physical, like, that is that is still the same. Um, because I have very expressive eyes. And this is one of the reasons why I don't think I could ever be a professional poker player. Um, <laughs> pie in the sky, though, you know, might, might be in the future. Just get a nice pair of shades. Yeah, I'll say just get those glasses, uh, right? Those like ski, yeah, those ski know. glasses. Or... Exactly. Goggles. Um, but now I'm starting to say my, my intellect, my mind, just because it has so many different layers that it keeps, you know, the element of, of mystery and desire and intrigue that I think all of those things sometimes can make up sexiness. And what makes a person sexy? <laughs> so that follows my, my last answer, which I would say, you know, a person's mind, uh, 
because, you know, we as human beings need connection, right? We, we, we need to connect with other people. Uh, and if you can't connect through like communication and what that person, you know, expresses to you based upon their opinions or their wants or their needs or their desires, it, you don't really get that intimacy, like true intimacy. So for me, you know, the intellect and the mind is, is very sexy. I'm also an Aries, so my erogenous zone is my mind. Um, so that kind of aligns with the answer to that question. And I think where I'm kind of at as far as myself and where my sexiness is derived from. Oh, those Aries women. Uh, yeah. <laughs> time for the complex you know, the <laughs> complex and yeah well we'll stay with we'll leave it at complex i think that's a good way to uh time for the quick game folks where we like to give our guests a chance to run through some entertaining questions ariana i know i know you're ready so we're just going to jump into it no point in asking you you're always ready uh climb a mountain or jump from a plane plane all the way. Uh, if you were, it's on my bucket list. Really? You want to go? Oh, that's right. You did say once you wanted to go skydiving. You're, yeah. you're crazy. Uh, yeah. If you were really hungry, would you eat a bug? Mm. Probably, yes. I've had a bug before, and it, t- it tastes like an almond, and it was weird. Um, huh. Yeah. Okay. Good to know. Thank you. Oh, well, there you I'll go. I'll keep that in mind if I ever need to eat one. Like, hey, Jack said it tastes like an almond. Real quick. It's it, not going to be that bad. Is this the almond-tasting bug, or is this the non-almond? Yes. Uh, if you eat cereal, what's your favorite kind? I don't eat cereal. How do you not eat cereal? Okay. If you ate, uh, any type of breakfast food, what would you pick? Mm. Okay. Now we're talking. But, you know that I'm a foodie. Yeah. Jack. Well, yeah, but you can't, like, don't go super fancy. Like, I want. Oh, wow. I Come want, on. You want this to be authentic? I or, want, you know, I want what? ostrich eggs from. Some yeah. mountaintop in, in Ugabushi or somewhere where. No, we're not going to go all bougie. The, but we can at least do, you know, <laughs> an, an item that is found at a brunch. Okay. Okay. Eggs Benedict, Norwegian. <laughs> okay. So for those of you that don't know what Norwegian is, it's lox. So it's Eggs Benedict, a poached egg. You've already lost me. I have no oh, idea what that means. What? <laughs> You don't know what a poached egg is? I know what a poached egg is, but Norwegian? I don't... I... No, well, that's what I'm trying to explain. The Norwegian is like lox, lox of salmon, you know how... Yeah, I just pictured a, a Viking. No. <laughs> yeah, I'm eating a Viking. A Viking is... That's my favorite breakfast. A Viking is serving me eggs. I'm sorry. Yes, that's my favorite breakfast. Eggs Benedict, Norwegian. With... Yes. Okay. Extra hollandaise sauce. Crispy potatoes. Okay, I'm done. And what, no bacon? Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, of course, bacon. And you like, uh, I know I'm going to get it wrong, you like crispy bacon and you like authentic, you don't like that turkey bacon, right? Oh, I mean, I'll eat the turkey bacon, but no. I need the real stuff. And unfortunately, bacon is not, you know, that good for you, but oh. it is tasty as a mother. All things in moderation, right? Absolutely, of course. Uh, can you watch scary movies? 
Yes, but I am. Um, people describe me. <laughs> Again, I am very expressive. So <laughs> I could be very entertaining to watch scary movies with. Jumpy. But I can watch them. I wouldn't say I'm jumpy. I'm just sometimes vocal and sometimes relatively jumpy. Yes. But I'm, I'm more vocal. Like, oh, oh my God. Pancakes or waffles? Are they blueberry pancakes? Sure. But they're also blueberry waffles. Ooh, no, no, no. No blueberry waffles. Really? Blueberry pancakes. Yes, please. Uh, I can only do Belgian waffles. (laughs) Uh, Or or blueberry pancakes. Those are literally the only way that I'll eat either one of those options. Favorite time of day? All about the night. Socks or shoes in the house? Uh, I actually wear barefoot with slippers. See, I tend to just go barefoot in my house. Yeah, I'm trying not to do that as much. You know, it's not good for your feet. I, but, I go, you know, my first hat. I, I go full Tarzan. I I'm sorry, go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> and the house that I just sold, it was all carpeting. And now only the upstairs and one of the bedrooms has carpeting. So everything else is like this hard stone floor. And I can't tell you how badly my feet hurt the first two weeks that I was in here. And I was like, what the heck? And it was because I was walking on a hard floor with no, no protection for my feet. So, you know, I slippered it up. (laughs) Dark chocolate or milk chocolate? Dark. Uh, one talent that you have that would surprise anyone who knows you. Hmm. Uh, I mean, people that know me know that I played ice hockey once upon a time, which I do kind of want to get back into and like join a pickup league. I think that that would be a lot of fun. Um, I think the other thing is that I'm a relatively good baker and cooker. That is very true. You are very good at that. Yeah. yeah. I don't think that most people would think that I am, but I am. Um, <laughs> cool fall day or a hot summer afternoon? Hot summer. Give me a pool, a <laughs> drink. Yeah, a cabana. Now, how hot is hot for you? Like, is, are we talking 80, Ooh. 90? Oh, gosh. Uh, are we, like, in the full sun? I mean, this is, Ariana Gray has, you know, nature's thermostat right there in front of her. What do you turn it up to? For comfortable or for hot? Uh, whatever you want. Let's say for hot. Oh, God. I think hot is, like, 90 degrees. 90 is pretty hot. What about for comfort? Comfortable is, I would say, 81. Now, here's a question that that, uh, that splits the entire camp of guests. Chocolate-covered peanuts or raisins? Raisins. See, I'm surprised because so many people hate raisins, and I don't know why, because I love raisins. My mom, my mom always gave them to me as a kid. It was, like, something that I had to have with my snack when I came home. So it was something that I just 
We just ate them. <laughs> so they're not that bad. And cover them with chocolate, you know, even better. And that little, you know, that little red box them. with the little lady on it. Like those were like, that's yeah. rehab. Yeah. I don't know what name brand that is, wow. but I just remember that that was like, that was the ultimate snack. And last question. And this has actually become my favorite question for guests. Who inspires you? Ooh. Um, as of right now, I would say for the two, for two, my two communities that I'm, two worlds that I'm living in right now, I would say Brian Christopher for slots, uh, the slot community. He really does an exceptional job on, he's cre- created a really great community called Rudy's. Um, and it came from the statement of, you know, when you're trying to get a bonus or you're spinning the button, and it doesn't pay anything, he would say, oh, that's so rude. So then Rudy's was created. Um, but he has done a really, really great job. And I would say he's probably one of the top uh, creators in the slot community uh, that really provides many levels of interaction for his viewers, um, from memberships to trips. Uh, you know, casinos will, he has like his own spot in some casinos where his brand, uh, he has got a sign over it with like his favorite cluster of slot machines. Wow. That's pretty cool. Like, yeah, very, very cool. He does like cruise, um, you know, like cruise trips where all of the Rudy's can go and hang out on a cruise line together. And obviously cruise lines have slot machines. So they'll do like group pulls where they all you know, a group of people will pull their money together and then whatever they win, they split. Um, he's really, really great. I, I love what he's doing in the community and I think he's doing it top notch. As far as in the cam community, you know, for me, I would say Rock and Rose is an absolute inspiration. You know, she's, she is the circus soleil <laughs> of, my free cams, you know, you can see her doing like silks and, you know, all of these super creative shows that you would see if you went to Las Vegas and saw a Circus Olay show, but she's doing that in, you know, a space that she has created for herself with different costumes and themes and makeup and hair. And, you know, she, she creates a lot of her outfits herself, you know, so she's got a sewing machine and when she's doing a a big show, like she's literally creating that costume from the beads to like composing it as an actual, you know, the composition of it, creating that herself. Um, I would say another one is Addie Sweet. You know, she, she's consistently in the top 20, um, she is a fitness enthusiast. She works really, really hard on her body. So she looks amazing. Um, and she's just, you know, very classy. We like a lot of the same lingerie and I just, I admire her, her style, her classiness and, uh, of course her, her consistency on, on being in the top for almost every single month for, from what I could remember. Good people, sexy people. That wraps up our interview with the amazing, alluring, and highly accomplished Ariana Gray. Ariana, thank you for joining us this evening. 
one more time thank uh, th thanks for uh, thanks for showing back up one more time let people know where to find you yes uh, so jackpotbeauties.com is my YouTube uh, you can find me on Instagram I'm not as active on that platform as I used to be uh, but I will be you know starting to pick that back up that's arianagray.tv and my Twitter is Ariana Gray TV. All right. Thank you so much. And we'll talk to you soon. Thank you, Jack. What if you could be a better player for the cost of one more cup of coffee a month? Get access to a growing library of lit erotica, behind the scenes action and players guides with tips on drinking, cooking, fitness, Dating, sex, and life after dark. Low tier rate while offer lasts. Patreon.com. Game on with Jack. Keep it sexy and game on.